Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Founded in 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the greater Boston area and beyond. We are located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets, across from the Public Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. Change is coming. Whether you anticipate it or are blind to it, long for it or dread it, embrace it or resist it, change is coming. For change is inevitable. This fundamental truth has long been recognized in both Western and Eastern schools of philosophy. From the West, working around 500 BCE, the pre-Socratic philosopher Heraclitus of Ephesus famously wrote, Panta Rei, all things change. The way up and the way down are one and the same. Living and dead, waking and sleeping, young and old, are all the same. How are we to view these apparent binary opposites as the same? Because, Heraclitus explains, they all change over time. Pantere, everything changes. From the East, working at about the same time as Heraclitus, the Buddha said that rich or poor, young or old, human or animal, no being in this world can maintain itself in any one state for long. Everything experiences change. So when change, like a giant dark storm, looms on the distant horizon of our lives, what are we to do? Two lessons from the animal kingdom. Lesson one, don't panic. One day, Henny Penny was pecking at corn in the barnyard when whack, an acorn hit her on the head. Goodness gracious me, said Henny Penny, the skies are going to fall. I must go and tell the king. And so in a panic, she soon gathered all her animal friends together to run to tell the king the sky is falling. On the way, the panicked troop met Foxy Woxy who told them he knew of a shortcut to the king's palace. Panicked, they all followed Foxy Woxy, who led them down the garden path to a dark, narrow hole, which was actually the door to his burrow. Foxy Woxy went in, and as each followed in single file, Foxy Woxy snapped their necks and tossed them over his shoulder. Don't panic. Stay calm. Nothing ever good comes from panic. Lesson two, don't avoid change. Move towards it. In a recent article in the Tennessean, author and consultant Rory Vaden tells the story, another parable, if you will, of the buffalo and the cow. In Colorado, where he grew up, Vaden explains, when storms come, 
They brew in the west and roll over the top of the Rocky Mountains, barreling down over the plains in the east where the cows and the buffalo graze. What the cows do is very natural. They see the storm coming from the west, and so they run away to the east. The only problem with this strategy is there's no way for cows to outrun the storm. Instead, the cows actually run right along with the storm, maximizing the amount of pain, time, and frustration they experience in the storm. Buffalo, on the other hand, wait for the storm to crest over the peak of the mountains, and as the storm rolls over the ridge, the buffalo turn and head directly into the storm. By running at the storm, they run straight through it, minimizing the amount of pain, time, and frustration they experience in the storm. Now, the cows and the buffalo are hit with the exact same storm. The resultant difference in their approaches, however, is that the cows spend much more time in the storm and end up exhausted and stressed. By charging right into the storm, the buffalo, on the other hand, come out the other side in a much shorter time, invigorated. Run towards change, not away from it. The storm is a great metaphor for all the changes we face in our lives. Contemplating change can seem scary and sometimes even sad. Reflecting on change, 19th century French poet, journalist, and novelist Anatole France wrote, all changes, even the most longed for, have their melancholy, for what we leave behind us is a part of ourselves. We must die to one life before we can enter into another. When we look up and see change on the horizon, how do we not panic? Look it in the eye and run headlong into it with a sense of wild abandon and anticipation rather than running away from it, exhausted. Practically speaking, how do we embrace change? Jack Canfield, author of Chicken Soap for the Soul, offers four tips. Tip number one, event plus response equals the outcome. It is our response to an event, not the event itself, that determines the outcome we actually experience. Change happens all around us, constantly, change over which we often have no control. How we choose to respond to that change is within our control. Let's contemplate the event and then choose for ourselves what it means. Tip two, always create positive outcomes. When we find ourselves faced with a big change that feels overwhelming or frightening, Let's stop and take time to imagine the best possible outcome that could result from that change, and then simply choose to believe that we have the capacity to make that vision our reality. 
Let's believe in our power to achieve the best possible outcome from any change. Tip three, using the power of acting as if. Let's view ourselves as already being the kind of person who can successfully adapt to change and then start showing up in the world as that very person. Let's study people who have successfully gone through similar changes. Let's learn from them what beliefs, actions, habits, and knowledge served them well. Tip four, acknowledge our fears and take action anyways. Let's give ourselves permission to acknowledge and experience whatever fears show up along the way and then move into action anyways. Let's not allow fear to stand in our way. 19th century American philosopher William James writes, to change one's life, start immediately. Do it flamboyantly. No exceptions, no excuses. To show how this might all work together on a practical level, I'll make myself vulnerable for a few minutes and offer some personal examples. Last August, my husband David was laid off. After almost six months without a single job offer in his field, he accepted a job that required him to move to New York City on a full-time basis. In March of this year, I was accepted into the Master of Divinity program at Harvard. Summer sessions begin tomorrow School begins full-time August 27th. Now, David is actually 60 years old and by far the oldest person in his company. I'm actually a 56-year-old lawyer who happens to own a real estate business with my partner. This business is already more than a full-time job. So just how is all of this really going to work out? Lesson one. Don't panic, <laughs> stay calm. Running around in panic like Henny Penny that our finances were in peril, that taking the job in New York would ruin our lives together, that it made no economic sense to go ahead and pray for grad school for a degree that was guaranteed to generate not even one quarter of my current income. This would not have been helpful in fact, it would have been completely paralyzing. Lesson two, move towards change, not away from it. Like the buffalo, we move directly towards the storm, weighing all our options, making the next right decision. We checked out everything from housing to health care to our personal budgets, making it possible step by step to move closer towards the changes that we thought best for us, because change was happening anyways. Tip one, event plus response equals outcome. Events. David took the job in New York, and I'm going back to school. Response. We each choose to believe that this is our new adventure full of possibilities. David chooses to view his new job as the capstone in his career 
in an exciting new job in New York City. I choose to be an exceptional student and have a whale of a good time back in school. Outcomes, David has a great new job and I'm standing here in the pulpit of Arlington Street Church about to start Div School tomorrow. In New York, well, I'm happy to report there are worse places to visit. <laughs> Tip number two, always create positive outcomes. We both choose to be wildly successful in our new ventures. After four months, David was made part of the senior management team. I choose to be an exceptional student and work with my business partner, Jason, to create an equitable balance between work, school, and income. Tip three, act as if. David and I both consulted with people who had already done similar things successfully. We took their advice, learned from them, and acted as if we had already successfully made the transition. Step four, acknowledge the fear and take action anyways. Yes, change can be scary. There were more than a few teary conversations and we're doing it anyways because change happens anyways. We get to choose what the outcome is. Some may ask, why can't things just stay the same? Why is it so hard? Isn't there an easier way? For the short answer to this question, let's look back for just a few seconds to the animal kingdom, or at least as imagined by Aesop, the 6th century BCE Greek writer of fables, the Arab and the camel. After the Arab camel driver had completed loading up his camel, he asked the camel which he would like best, to go uphill or to go downhill. The poor beast replied, not without a touch of reason, why do you ask me? Is it that the level way through the desert is closed? Just as there is no level way through the sand dunes of the desert, just so there is no way to avoid the experience of difficult changes along life's journey. From Mary Oliver, The Journey. One day you finally knew what you had to do and began, though the voices around you kept shouting their bad advice, though the whole house began to tremble and you felt the old tug at your ankles, mend my life, each voice cried. But you didn't stop. You knew what you had to do, though the wind pried with its stiff fingers at the very foundation, though their melancholy was terrible. It was already late enough, and a wild night, in the road full of fallen branches and stones. But little by little, as you left their voices behind, the stars began to burn through the sheets of clouds, and there was a new voice which you slowly recognized as your own, that kept you company as you strode deeper and deeper into the world, determined to do the only thing you could do, determined to save the only life you could save. My friends, all changes, even the most longed for, have their melancholy. 
for what we leave behind us is a part of ourselves. We must die to one life before we can enter into another. Panta Ray, all things change. Don't panic. The sky isn't falling. Be like the buffalo. Head straight into the storm. Event plus response equals outcome. Choose the positive outcome you want. Act just as if you have the ability to pull it off. Acknowledge your fears and then act anyways. Start immediately. Do it flamboyantly. No exceptions. No excuses. Embrace change. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear from you via email at office at ASCBoston.org or through our Facebook page. If you would like to support the good work of Arlington Street Church, please consider a contribution by checking the mail or through our website, ASCBoston.org.